Welcome to Jamming Adventures with me, Rhino, and my mate, Cal, where we talk about music from past and present. We introduce songs to each other to break down different types of music, and of course, we offer up our own opinions on anything and everything that we like. Calvin, welcome back. How are we? Or how yeah. are you, I should say. Uh, we're good. Yeah. Uh, right now, our family is watching The Office, if you've ever heard of that show. Which, uh, the UK version or the American version? The American version. Oh. Uh, okay. It is really funny. It is very funny. I mean, like, almost everybody I've ever met has watched The Office, yeah. and we've never watched it, so, uh. We're on season five right now. We, uh, I mean, like it's it's vacation, so even even our parents stay up with us. We we've stayed up till midnight before watching it, but it's the funniest <laughs> show. It's it's the funniest show I've ever watched. I love it. It's very funny. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, yeah. I uh, I watched the, the so the UK, originally it was a UK show. Um, they only did two yeah. seasons, and they did a Christmas special, and then they stopped it there. The English version is very good. It's a different type of humor compared to the to the American version, but it's still really funny. Um, yeah. Uh, very very well um, very well um, put together. Um, I uh, yeah I loved the the UK version, but I've started watching the the US version. I think I'm up to season four. And I kind of have stopped, but I'm I'm going to get back into it now that you reminded me. So, it's on my list. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, yeah, definitely you, you sure show. it's amazing. Yeah, definitely, it's a yeah. great show. Yeah, um, I think so. For yeah, sure. no, that's good. It's good. So, um, when do you get? When do you guys get back to school? We go back on August 29th. Okay, so um, like a month almost. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm ready yet. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> That? I'm just not ready for, I'm not, I'm not ready for homework again. That, that's the big thing. I do not like homework. I still do it. I still try to, uh, work hard on it. But I don't like doing it. Uh. I hope your mom's not listening but, to this episode. <laughs> but that's life, you know? Well, it's got to yeah. be done. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't, yeah, I can't and, help you there, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like. I mean, like, sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do, and that's fine. Yeah. Because that's the way life is. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 What's your favorite subject? Um, definitely, well, social studies, history, is the same thing. Uh, that. Okay. Um, I just, I just like learning about, we, we learned about, uh, the colonists, um, last year, and just about, like, um, how, like, uh, we won our independence and stuff like that, and it was, and it was interesting. And then I moved to the civil rights movement, so yeah, it was it was good. Oh, cool, cool. And we had a really good teacher for it. Yeah. Um. So that was good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Um. Well, yeah. you've got another almost just under a month or less than a month now, so just enjoy yeah. enjoy your break before it gets crazy again. But it has been a long summer, and I've been able to I've been able to fish. I've been able to see my friends a lot and talk to them. And uh, I've been able to go outside a ton, so it it, it it's, it's been a really good summer, yeah. really really good summer. Sounds like you've been very busy. And I'm very excited. I'm very excited for the fall, mm. and then obviously Christmas is actually my favorite holiday, so yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah, bring the trains out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very very excited for that. We actually got a new box car uh, oh. last weekend. So we're already prepping for it. You may have to take a photo of that and send it to uh, Mace. He might, he would love to see that. I already did. Oh, okay, cool. And okay. he was happy. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Because he's going to be able to see it when he comes. Yes. Yes. 
winter. Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I think he, he, he loved the trains last year. <laughs> that was really fun. He does. He's never seen like a big production. Well, he liked that the one at the um, – is it the Science Centre? Where's this? Is it one? Is yeah, it, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, he's – And um, – I don't think he's ever seen anything and, like that before, so he was pretty impressed. Yeah, and when they did that, I was in school, but I'm hoping that this time I won't be because yeah. I would like to go there too because I haven't seen it for a while, and now that I'm really into model trains, mm. I think I would appreciate it a whole lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's massive. It's really cool. Good setup. Oh, yeah. It's very big. It's incredible. I've never seen anything like yeah. that before, so well done. It's good. Yeah. All right, so I guess it's my turn. Um, yes, I, yes, it is. I'm gonna. Uh, so we did the animals previous episode, and and I and I um I, yeah. that was a very keyboard um centric dominant type of song, and I thought I'd stick with the theme for this for this episode. Um, I've I've picked a song by a band called Motley Crue. Um, they have a yeah. song called Home Sweet Home. I don't know if you've heard it before. Very keyboard based. Um. I, the only reason why I've heard of it is because you told me at Kiowa that I should listen to it. I oh, didn't. Okay. But, well, you get the I, Because I forgot about it, yeah. but now I have, now yeah. I can. So this is from the album called Theatre of Pain. Uh, this was released in 1985. Ooh. It was recorded in 1985, came out September 30th of, in 1985. So it's almost, what's that, what is that? What's, the, what's that? Almost 30, Wait. it's over 30 years. Um, um wait, is it? Uh, what are we now? Twenty twenty. Wait, I'm, wait. So it's, it's definitely no, like because 30, 30 something years. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It would be thirty six. Wait, no, it's not twenty twenty one. Thirty eight. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost uh, almost forty years coming up. But um, yeah. So this That's was crazy. A, How's yeah, that one? Yeah. I know. I know. Um, I, look, I was a fan of Motley Crue growing up as a kid, kind of ha haven't really got into them lately or listened to them much at all. Um, but some of their earlier stuff and, and stuff that they've done has been, they've done some interesting stuff. Um, um, but this is probably one of the standout tracks from theirs. Like if, if you probably ask anyone what their top five Motley Crue songs are, this is probably be, be one of them in the, in the top five. Um, this was a, this would be a, considered to be a pal, uh, a, a power ballad, um, back then in the eighties, like every, every single hair metal band would have some form of power ballad type of song. Yeah, I mean like most most rockers you look at your Bon Jovi's uh, they usually have one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Your Bon Jovi's definitely and Poisons there. and uh, other you know, all those sort of bands from, from back then. Um I will play it shortly, but this was this was actually covered by Kerry Underwood in two thousand and nine. Oh. Um so that that's quite interesting. It was originally the band's I'm just looking at some information here. The song was accompanied by a music video, which documented the band's undertakings over the course of one several concerts of one of many several concerts. Concerts. Um, some of the original video was shot in Houston, Texas. Um, this was for the Theater of Pain tour. Um, they performed the song twice that night, apparently to get some more video footage. Uh, what else was interesting? They've remixed this back in '91 and re-released it in a compilation album. Um, the song is often referred to as a power ballad. And its success became a lucrative marketing template for other bands of the late '80s. So they kind of set the they kind of set a template to say, well, if you want to sell albums, you've got to have a power ballad on your album. So this is this is probably one of the yeah. first bands that did that. Um, it got to it was it was written by Nikki Six and Tommy Lee. Um, it got to number fifty one in the UK singles. Uh, in Australia, it got to eighty eight. In the US, 
in the US Hot Rock and Alternative songs on Billboard. It got to number 12. Um, that was probably the highest that it peaked. Um, yeah, but I'm seeing here that the Carrie Underwood version was number 21 on Billboard Hot, Hot 100, which that's really big. That, that's a big song. Mm, yeah. So I think that she outdid Motley Crue as far as chart positions go. Possibly. I, I haven't heard her version. Um, I haven't either. I'd say her vocals are a lot better than, than Vince Neil's. But, uh, <laughs> Probably. Yeah, but, um, but uh, yeah, interesting. I might have to give that a listen another time after this. But, um, yeah, so this was the second single off the off the album, um, off their album. Probably not their most – it, it, this album was probably um, probably not their biggest album, but it was still one that, that people refer back to. Um, it was a bit poppy um, compared to some of the other stuff that they did where, where it was a little bit more heavier. But um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, and have you, so you, can you recall, have you heard this before? Oh, you haven't. You haven't. You haven't listened to this, have you? No. Okay. No. Inter- I'm interested to hear what you think of this. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Motley Crue, Home Sweet Home. Let's go. I'll do the lyrics yeah. first, and then we'll talk about the music. All right, gotcha. You know I'm a dreamer, but my heart's of gold. I had to run away high, so I couldn't come home low. Just things, just when things went right, doesn't mean they were always wrong. Just take this song, and you never feel left all alone. Take me to your heart, feel me in your bones. Just one more night, and I'm coming off this long and windy road. I'm on my way, I'm on my way, home sweet home. Tonight's the night. Tonight, tonight, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Home sweet home. So this is probably a one about being on the road touring as a band. Um, yeah. I think this has been documented where they've actually said that, like, what's, you know, what what's it like being away on the road and touring? Um, you know, going and playing. There's a high when you go and play live. Um, and then, you know, that there's that downward thing once you've played a show how – how I guess there's a bit of a low point when you, you're coming off a high and how you feel after coming off a, off a low, whether it's, you know, yeah. a concert or any other form of, um, any other form of type of exercise or whatnot. But, um, I love the keyboards on this or the piano. I think it is actually, it's a, it's a piano that's, that's, yeah, it sounds, here. it sounds really good. That, that, that's probably my favorite part. His vocals in the first part, I'm a little iffy on. 
But, uh... Yeah. I mean, like, I'm just not a huge fan of how he sings it. But the chorus is good. That was... that, that That's good. I mean, like, that's the classic power ballad kind of thing. Yeah, he's, he wouldn't be... Vince Neil's probably not the person you'd think of as far as being a, an amazing vocalist. <laughs> if you're comparing yeah, it to, like, you know... Yeah, that's probably true. You know, Chris Cornell or, or, or uh, Robert Plant or Frankie, Freddie Mercury. Vince Neil probably wouldn't be in yeah. that discussion. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> But look, he he does make the song work. Uh, like it, it does, it does, uh, it does work with the song, um, which makes me more intrigued now to hear the Carrie Underwood version. But um, I do like this track. Yeah. So far, so good. What what have you thought? What are your thoughts so far? Oh uh, yeah, it's good. It's it's good. Uh, the first verses though, I I wasn't a huge fan of his voice, but I but I like the instruments a lot, and he sings the chorus great. So, so but so so far, I'm a fan. Okay. All right, let's keep going. All right. I thought that his vocals were a ton better on the second verse. I don't know if it was just because there was the background instruments more, but I actually liked it there. Yeah. Um, it does It does seem to get... Yeah, yeah. he, he gets better. He gets better. I think he starts, a lot, starts, yeah. starts off a little bit, uh, which is probably why they re-recorded it back in 91. Um, uh, you know that I've seen too many romantic dreams up in lights falling off the silver silver screen. My heart's like an open book for the whole world to read. Sometimes nothing keeps me together at the seams. I'm on my way. Maybe. I'm on my way. Home sweet home. Tonight, tonight, I'm on my way. Just set me free. Home sweet home. So, um, when he says, my heart is like an open book for the whole world to read, that makes me think, like, how, like, when he's on stage and, like, how, like, if you're famous, your your personal life is amplified. Yeah. Uh, so, I think that's probably what that means. Yeah. And I think it's probably in this day and age, in 2023, compared to 985, it's probably more oh, prominent now. yeah, much worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whether you're a a singer, a, an athlete, a, a you know, an a entertainer, actor, it's uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely quite prominent now. Um, uh, my heart's like an open book for the whole world to read. Sometimes nothing keeps me together at the seams. So he's just basically trying to hold it together. To me, yeah. To me, that's what it sounds like. Um, you know that I've seen too many romantic dreams. So you know he's he's a believer. He he he's obviously you know very. I've I'm very I try to stay positive. Um, up and yeah. it's fallen off the silver screen. So you know you've seen someone who's who's gone to the highs of the lies. He's seen someone that's gone to the highs of the highs, but then dropped to the lows of the lows, um, fallen off the silver screen. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna. I, I pause at this point because you're gonna hear the guitar solo, and the guy that plays this is a guy called Mick Mars. Um, 
probably underrated as a guitarist, to be honest with you, when you compare him to some of the other guitarists that are, that are, that are, have been around in that era. Um, but you know, he probably doesn't get the, the recognition that he deserves, but he's an excellent guitarist. Um, yeah, I've never heard of him before, yeah, but so he's, he's, uh, definitely deserves some more credit than he, um, he gets. Um, when you're comparing him to like your Jimmy Page, Brian May, um, Eddie Van Halen, all those type of guys. But uh, he, he, he's, he's very good at, um, as far as a guitarist, he's very good at keeping, he, he, he gives, he, he plays it to the song. So whatever the song needs, he's very good at keeping it within, within the realms of what the song requires. As far yeah, as and that's reach. good because I know a lot of, uh, guitarists that overplay a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Particularly, particularly back then in 1984, and like in those early 80s, like you get a lot of guitarists, and I think it's because of the Van Halen type of influence. Like Eddie Van Halen was such a prominent guitar player back then. Like Van Halen were at their yeah. peak, and um, his guitar, his guitar solos, his riffs were kind of set the precedent for a lot of our other guitarists to to um to to try and replicate or, or, you know, put their own spin on. Um, but with someone like this guy, he kind of just kept it in respects to the song. And I think that's what makes a good guitarist is that they, when, you, yeah. when you're hearing different songs, they, they don't go overboard. Whereas some bands, guitarists yeah. can do that. And um, that's always well, Well, yeah, but there's also some times where the guitar solo is better than the rest of the song. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember think something. I'm trying to remember a song that does that, but, um, nothing pops to mind right now, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, that's all right. All right. Let's hear the solo. All right. That was perfect for the song. Yep. Like, like, you know one solo that actually, to me, I mean, like, even though it's considered one of the greatest of all time, I think that the solo of Stairway to Heaven fits the song perfectly. Mm. And and this song is also similar to that. He doesn't go overboard, but it's also not a tame guitar solo. Like, it, it's good. He does get heavy when he needs to, but then he also yeah. dials it back in as well. But then, And there's a good little... Yeah, but that... But that but that style is certainly something that was common in the eighties. But he does it well. He does it well. Yeah, yeah. There's a certain um, heaviness to it as as well. When you compare this, when you when this is like this is considered to be a ballad, but there's a certain heaviness to the guitar solo, which which um oh yeah, hundred percent takes it to another level. All right, yeah. let's uh, finish it out. All right.
That was right. a good way to end it, I thought. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But, but I mean, like, you have kind of like the epic ending, and they just have the piano to take you out. That's good. Because sometimes it ends on the epic ending, but they kind of have that outro. And that's some good, like, technical piano playing. Like, it's not insane, but there were some nice, like, tricks in there. So that was good. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, um, that they, they're quite known, like, in the, particularly in the early 80s and 90s, they always had, like, a power ballad song on, on their, um, on, um, on each of their albums. Like, they, they've, this yeah. Motley Crue, so Theatre of Pain, then they had Girls, 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 then they had Dr. Feelgood, um, and those probably the, in each of those albums they had like a, a power ballad type of vibe. I didn't like yeah. the song originally when it first came out. I just thought, oh, what is this? I just couldn't. But I think as I've gotten older, I, I really am liking this song. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are songs that certainly grow on you for sure. Yeah, yeah. This has grown on me quite a lot over the years, and um, yeah, I'm really digging it. So the um, the arrangement on this, the vocals that. that you know, there are the drums are quite good. Tommy Lee's an excellent drummer. I think we might have spoken about him in the past, but he's an excellent drummer. Um, Mick, Mick Mars, I'm a fan of as far as his guitar work. Vince Neil, you know, his vocals are okay. Like, um, um, funny enough, they're actually touring here in November with Def Leppard. They're doing a tour together. They're playing. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yes. I've, I've heard of that. Yeah, they're doing a big tour here in uh, November. So that should be interesting to, to see. Not sure if do, I'll get out to it, do, but we'll, we'll see how we go. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's not that's not every day that they come there. Well, but, I think yeah. the, the Foo Fighters are coming out as well, so I'm just trying to decide if if I want to see the rather see the Foo Fighters as opposed to to um I, these guys. So I'm trying to decide. I'm I'm a Def, I've, I've always been a Def Leppard fan, and I've grown up too. on Def Leppard, so I have seen them before. Mind you, I have seen Motley Crue before, and I have seen Foo Fighters before, but um. I'm just trying to decide what I want to do. <laughs> I I don't know. Mm. I might pick Foo Fighters there. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I to be honest, I, I've got to listen to their new album. I've listened to it once, and I, I need to give it a few more listens. Um, I haven't listened to it yet, but I've been, I've been trying to, but I just haven't gotten a chance yet. I have listened to Def Leppard, though. Me and you talked about that before we ever even started the podcast. Yeah. And I thought that it wasn't bad. But it's clear that they're growing older as a band. Mm. But Foo Fighters are certainly not in the prime anymore. But they're still a good band. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you listened to much? Speaking of Foo Fighters, have you listened much to their their back catalog? No, I I know. I don't know too many of their songs, but I've but I'm mean, like I obviously know their drummer because of uh, Nirvana. Yeah. Mind you, I don't, I don't like Nirvana at all. I just, uh, I just know them from Smells Like Teen Spirit. Uh, I listened to one of their other songs. I hate that. Uh, so not a huge Nirvana fan, but I do know David Grohl from that. So yeah. Yeah. And we did a Foo Fighters song back in January, I think, and I actually really like that. Oh, one. Johnny Park. That's right. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm, good, 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 good. All right. Well, thank you for. Uh, for my giving me the opportunity to have my turn. That was, that was good. I, I'm glad. You, I hope you liked it. I hope you liked the, um, yeah, it was song. good. It was good. Yeah. And again, I don't know a ton of Motley Crue, so that was good. Yeah. Again, if you're going to learn something on the, on the piano, this is probably the one to go to as far as Motley Crue stuff. This is, um, this is probably something yeah. you'd like to play just to, 
play around with yeah. when you're at home by yourself, just muck around with it. I think it's a it's a fun one. Well, well, now I have uh, two different songs to learn. I have House of the Rising Sun. Yeah. Now I got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Thanks again, Cal, and um, I will see you next week. Yeah. All right. See you then. Cheers. Thanks for joining us today on another Jamming Adventure. Please subscribe onto Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening app. And we love for you to please rate or review us. Until next week, rock on.